Hello there and welcome to my podcast. I'm Sarah Louise, a construction and architectural photographer specialising in the built environment. I'm so glad you have pressed play today. It will be my absolute honour and should be a bit of fun each week to drop a new podcast covering a behind-the-scenes look into photographing buildings and all things related in that space. So I'll be covering funny on-site stories, occasional interviews with building industry leaders in the construction and architectural field, as well as tips and tricks on how to best prepare for photo shoots and heaps more. So really, it's going to be my adventures navigating this fabulous field. So once again, a big thank you for listening. Let's begin. Hey, so today I thought I would talk to you guys about my wardrobe malfunctions on site. Um, It's going to be a series of three stories, um, funny stories that have happened when I've been on the job um, and certainly a few lessons learnt. (laughs) So hopefully it will be entertaining as well as educational. But before we do that, just a recap on last week's podcast. Um, It was just a short introductory on how I got into construction photography, running for just under 15 minutes. Um, It's a quick insight. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet, jump on. Um, I'm sure it's something you could listen to in the car or on a short um, trip even. But as promised, moving on today, uh, as I previously mentioned, It's a series of wardrobe malfunctions that have occurred. (laughs) Um, Now, first of all, I would like to say that um, I've been photographing architectural uh, buildings, everything sort of construction related for about 25 years. Um, And I just, I really love it. Like I, I really, really love it. Every day is different. Some days I might be photographing an apartment complex, the next day I might be at a hospital, Um, the next day I might be photographing at a shopping centre or a um, smaller sort of situation where I might be doing some corporate branding. Um, So yeah, every day is different and, and I just love what I do. But this first story begins way back when Um, when I was fairly new to the industry, I was (laughs) contracted to photograph a sod turning or groundbreaking as sometimes they are referred to. Now, what's a sod turning, you might ask? Well, basically it's an event that happens at the very beginning of a construction project, usually on the first day of construction, um, which involves a small ceremony of digging a small patch of dirt and then that dirt is turned over um, and it's basically supposed to be for good luck and a prosperous project. Usually they have a special shovel, so it might be um, a gold-handled shovel or something a little bit special than the normal variety. (laughs) Um, And then that shovel is often kept as a memento and given to um, the relevant party when the project is complete. 
Um, so at a sod turning, usually you'll, ha you'll have all the vested parties um, of the project. Sometimes you'll have someone from a government department um, opening the site or, or doing the actual sod turn. Um, but, yeah, usually all the vested parties are there. There's lots of handshaking going on and back padding and everyone is super excited to get started on the project. This being the case, it's also a great PR opportunity. Um, so uh, the images might be used, for example, on LinkedIn or social media um, or to circulate around all of the people that are working on the project. And um, that would be why a photographer might be asked to capture such an event. So I'll just add in here as well that there are other events of this nature at the beginning of projects too, um, things like land blessings or smoking ceremonies. Um, smoking ceremony is not having a fag. <laughs> um, a smoking ceremony is usually facilitated by the traditional landowners or elders and essentially um, they are there to bless the site. So if you don't know much about construction process, I hope that um, in the upcoming podcast I can enlighten you sort of along the way on the um, processes in construction. Anyway, on this particular occasion, I was asked to photograph the director of a large building company, um, the developer, the architect and a few other important consult consultants. Um, and, the, and basically um, they were there to sort of do the handshake thing and have that captured. Sometimes these sorts of shoots can be quite structured. Um, so it might be sort of... Um, you know, all the important people lined up, that sort of thing. Um, anyway, on this occasion, my direct client was the construction company and I had only met the director on one other occasion. So let's just try and imagine a fairly green young lady at the start of her career, um, not having done anything like this previously. So, um, I hadn't actually done a sod turning. This was my very first um, time doing this sort of a assignment. And I was, I was green. So <laughs> um, I was incredibly nervous. And when you're asked to photograph this sort of thing, I thought, oh, what does one wear to something like this? Um, so I thought I should present in quite a professional manner in regards to my outfit. Um, I have heard that there is, uh, I, I guess, like an unwritten rule that people uh, make an impression of you within three seconds of meeting you. So I guess I always sort of consider that before I leave the house. Um, when I'm getting dressed for the day, I always think about that and make sure that my Clothes are appropriate for what's happening that day. Anyway, so I decided on a nice tailored jacket, a silk shirt and an A-line skirt 
and it must have been winter because I'm pretty sure I had like knee-high boots on and first of all can I say boys are lucky that you know things like this probably don't even cross their mind (laughs) um I am quite interested in fashion in fact maybe a little bit too much um but you know I think it's important to sort of represent so (laughs) um anyway I off I went and never did I even think that perhaps somebody would ask me to photograph anything that was not on the initial brief but as it happened on this particular occasion when I arrived to site I was asked by the foreman if perhaps afterwards the after the event um I may capture some images of the site setup. So um, people would ask for for sort of site progress photos, and at this stage, um, obviously it was a sod turning, so not much had been set up. But there was some scaffolding, and there was a small slab that had been poured, but that was basically it. There was not much else. <laughs> so have you guessed where I'm going with this yet? <laughs> um, I, I need to stop laughing. I'm laughing before I even get to the punchline. <laughs> but um, basically uh, I was asked if I could climb up the scaffolding and get a bird's eye view of the overall site. And um, I... Of course, I'm going to accommodate and uh, and do whatever is asked of me. So, I fulfilled the brief. Um, I'd done all the big group photo. The, the all the handshaking had been done, and the uh, directors had left. So to continue with the rest of their day, and I started photographing the site. Now, full disclosure, as I said before, this was very early on in my career. And it was also before occupational health and safety was as vigilant as it is now. And thank God it is because it it needs to be. But um, climbing a a scaff ladder, carrying, you know, a tripod that was, um, you know, ready to be used and cameras and that sort of stuff up up a scaff ladder is probably not as uh, cool to be doing as... um, at that time <laughs> so here I am I started climbing up the scarf ladder and unbeknownst to me <laughs> the nice gentleman foreman pro- probably thought he was doing um doing me a favor by helping <laughs> um but he was climbing up underneath me so what I'm saying is he had a full view straight up my skirt. <laughs> um, now, I can laugh about it now, um, but can I tell you, I was absolutely horrified at the time. Um, I can't be sure that he saw what I think he saw, but <laughs> um um, when we got up to the top, he was so red-faced, so I'm pretty sure he did. Um, so, yeah, to that gentleman, um, I hope that he can laugh about it now. I'm sure he can. Um, bless him. <laughs> I was uh, totally horrified, but, um, yeah. lesson The lesson for the day, ladies, is never, 
ever, ever wear a skirt on site because you never know where you might uh, have to have to um, go to and, and it's just something that I've learned obviously from that experience so um, I've never worn pants ever again. <laughs> um, things, I, I will say that things are quite different now uh, just back to sort of site um, conditions. Things are quite different now um, so I am generally not allowed to walk around a site unattended um, and that's that's a good thing. That's for everybody's safety. Um, we are required to wear full PPE, which stands for, for personal protective equipment. Uh, we're required to wear hard hats, um, full steel cap boots, safety glasses in some cases, and even safety gloves too sometimes. Um, so, yeah, at, at, at back then um, this wasn't the case, but certainly now it is and it's um yeah it's a smart thing for your safety okay so story number two <laughs> um in line in my line of work sometimes i am required to don the full hazmat suit now a hazmat suit that's the um those big white suits that you see people wearing um, usually who work in laboratories and so it's a, a full body suit um, usually look like a like a Michelin man or a marshmallow when you're wearing them they're not endearing at all um, but I'm always happy to wear one because it usually means that there's a super interesting shoot about to happen so um I have photographed in all sorts of environments in my career that would require me to wear a full hazmat suit. <laughs> um, scenarios would include things like working in the lab, photographing a laboratory. Um, I've worked in some fairly extreme laboratories where they're trying to find solutions for things um, like infectious diseases. Also, I've worked... Uh, photographing at the Red Cross, which um, I can tell you was super, super interesting. Um, I've photographed in hospital theatres, all sorts of hospital environments. And um, so that's that's sort of where you would need to wear one. Anyway, they are awkward. And I am always conscious of people's time when I'm photographing, I am very aware that um, people, you know, that time's valuable, and I don't want to waste anyone's time. So, on this particular occasion, I sort of tried to take a shortcut. <laughs> um, so I didn't remove my shoes, and I was trying to pull this suit on over the top of work boots, um, which. I mean, you can visualise, right? <laughs> so I am hopping around like a complete tosser. Um, and, you know, I thought I was just sort of by myself and um, I heard some giggling behind me <laughs> and I turned around and there was like about three or four blokes just absolutely piercing themselves laughing. I, you know, I started laughing um they were laughing so 
things could only get worse. <laughs> um, but I can tell you, I was on struggle streak trying to get this thing on. Anyway, um, I eventually, eventually got it on. But um, I felt like a total geek. And um, yeah, I guess you can visualize that. That was not a good look. <laughs> um, other things that aren't good looks are hairnets, which uh, you quite often ask to wear, and booties as well. So booties are like um, little blue sort of uh, things that you put over your shoes and they look a bit funny too. <laughs> um, okay, so the third funny story is actually self-inflicted and that funny look is my camera bag. So funnily enough, I was with a bunch of photographers a few days ago and we were all talking about gear and there is a thought process when it comes to how to carry gear. So photographer A, for example, likes to carry everything. So they'll they'll bring two cameras, they'll bring every lens that they own, they'll bring flash gear, they'll bring studio lighting, they'll They'll bring ladders. They'll bring this, that, and the other, um, which usually means that they have, you know, quite a few bags with them. And then there's photographer B, and photographer B, rather than using studio lighting, they prefer to use the natural lighting conditions that surround them. So I would probably put myself into the photographer B scenario. Or, actually, I would even go further and say I'm a little bit out on my own, so maybe photographer C. Um, and that is because of the fact that I carry very minimal gear. Um, so it's with total purpose that I do this because uh, without sounding like a know-it-all or um, a bit stuck up, I have found in my experience that the less equipment you need, uh, the more you sort of know what you're doing or the less distractions you have. So my camera bag is actually a belt with a camera bag attached to it. Um, and I'm, I'm the first to admit it. And hubby is always giving me shit for it, but it looks ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so in this bag, I usually have, uh, a camera body. I have two lenses. I have a flash. I have a small little GoPro and I have a tripod and all of that fits nicely into this bag, which, um, we call a holster and it's about the size of a football. So imagine a belt with a football hanging off the side of it. And, yeah, it's not a good look, is it? <laughs> so um, I used to carry all of my gear in a backpack and then my back was getting sore, so I tried like a suit, suitcase-type bag with wheels. But um, can I just say that all of those options are really impractical? So apart from, you know, almost breaking my back with the backpack, and um, wheeling, you know, a, a suitcase type thing upstairs and downstairs and uh, just being totally impractical. Um, 
I've found that with this belt system, I can move around quite freely. And the other other reason that I do this um, is because site safety is so important to me. I really um, get nervous about creating any sort of situation where I um, have created a tripping hazard or I'm in somebody's way, um, any sort of scenario where there's a danger. So that is the main reason I have have this um, belt system. (laughs) Um, I can sort of swing it around from one hip to the other, so it's really, really comfortable. But the downside is I look like a total toss pot. Um, (laughs) I was having a conversation with a friend recently who is in construction and he was having a laugh at a wedding photographer who was wearing like this over-the-shoulder brace system and those sorts of things, you can hang a few cameras off them. Um, They also are done for safety. So, um, you know, your cameras aren't going to fall and hit someone or or anything like that. But, yeah, like we do. We look like wankers. (laughs) And, anyway, I said to my friend – Rather, sorry, my friend was absolutely paying out on this guy and I said to him, well, you've not seen my get up. <laughs> but really, um, it's it's the perfect compromise. And that is my, oh, that's my three stories, but let me just finish off that story by saying, if we haven't met yet and I turn up to your site Please, please, please forgive me. I know I look like a wanker, um, but hopefully I'm not a wanker. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I am. <laughs> but um, seriously, seriously, for me, um, safety is so important and that's, that's my reason behind it. So my three wardrobe malfunction stories. Um, I hope you got a laugh or two at my expense and don't worry, I am right there laughing with you um, at myself. I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that next week I am planning on interviewing a super talented gentleman called Ben. Um, (laughs) Ben also happens to be my husband. Um, I did previously mention him in the intro um, first episode podcast, Um, but I don't think I mentioned what specifically he does. So um, to put it bluntly, he builds big shit. Um, Oh, well, actually, (laughs) when I say big shit, I mean big buildings. So uh, he started his uh, journey, I guess, in the industry as a carpentry apprentice and um, he's been working since he was 16 years of age um, and just come up through the ranks from from that to being now a project director role. Um, He is uh, quite the mentor so he um, mentors a lot of young younger people coming up through the ranks too. He's got a reputation as being a real hard ass um <laughs> he I, I, look I w- I'll tell you right now I would hate to uh work under him 
for for him. And fortunately, our paths do not cross very often um, on on sites or anything like that. Um, but yeah, he's prone to being a bit tough, and uh, he is a big softie at home, though. He'd hate me telling people that, but he is. <laughs> he swears like a mofo. I've I've heard on site, um, but he's also the ultimate man's man. So I'll be asking him the hard questions, and I'm hoping he can shed some light on construction in today's climate. I also expect him to have a few funny stories or two. Um, so hey, please tune in next week to listen to that. Can I also finish off by perhaps being a little cheeky? If anyone would be prepared to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. I am so new to all of this. So any traction I can get would be wonderful. Um, I so appreciate you guys listening today. Thanks again for taking time out of your day and pressing play. And until next week, have a great week.